guys. Hey guys. Okay. Let's, but really like, let's talk about it. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back to Biracially Unfiltered's Duh Podcast with your little old host, me, Nikki C, where I tell you the tips and tricks and real life stories on how I, Nikki C, manifested my dream life being a biracial woman in this millennial United States of America in a millennial time frame. So if you want to, if this is your first time coming to the podcast, hello, welcome. You can follow the podcast here on Instagram. You can also follow it here on Spotify. We post new episodes and pods every Tuesday. You can also follow us over on Instagram, which is going to be BU Dub Podcast, as well as on TikTok. You can also, if you want to just find, figure out what's going on with little old me, Nikki C, it's going to be biracially unfiltered baby you already know so it's gonna be biracially unfiltered on instagram as well as on tiktok so definitely go and follow those support those two things i would love it don't forget guys what is dropping june 9th the patreon the patreon is dropping june 9th so make sure that you are getting ready to be subscribed to that it's gonna be a lot of really interesting um videos really just getting to know me there's gonna be vlogs on there so if you are not going to be subscribed to the Patreon, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're not a spiritual baddie. Like, that's just what it is. So stay tuned for that. There's going to be a lot coming up for this month of June. I'm so excited about it, guys. We have a couple more interviews going up. Like, we had Blair on the other day to start off Pride Month. So I'm so excited to have everyone here. So definitely make sure that you go and follow over on Instagram and all of those things. So last week I hit you guys with a little bit of terminology, just a little bit of, um, I would say just like some phonics, some good vocabulary lessons that we learned in Spellspitter Part 2. If you did not listen to Spellspitter Part 1, make sure you go listen to that and Spellspitter Part 2 just so that way you we can all be in flow with what we're talking about. So that way you know what I'm talking about. And that way, I don't know what you're talking about. I can be like, well, this is what I was talking about. So communication is key, guys. So always make sure to go and check out that episode. For today, we are hitting kind of a, I think, a touchy subject in the LGBT community. And maybe I'm going to get some backlash. I might get canceled. But we're going to talk about it because I think it's something that really needs to be talked about. And it's something that I personally kind of went through when I was joining the LGBT community and I really thought that I was this type of orientation and I've just realized that I'm not but I kind of want to tell you guys a little story time break down some things that have happened to me and yeah just kind of break that down so I want to tell you guys just in full disclosure full disclaimer this is just my life. This is my story. This is what happened to me. I'm not saying this is how everybody else is. I'm not saying that this has happened to um, me personally in the aspect of I know that some people can work this relationship out. I have some people in my life that work these kind of relationships out and they work in a beautiful relationship. I'm just saying that this lifestyle was not meant for me and I thought that it was, but it was literally because I was hurt. So we're going to kind of dive deep into that and we're going to touch a little bit more about that topic. So <clears throat> we are diving into, as you can tell from the title, but let me drop some wisdom, right? I'm going to drop some wisdom. I want to say as well with this disclaimer, I love my poly baddies. I just 
want, but it wasn't for me, guys. Like I said, it wasn't for me. I thought it was, but nope, I'm just gay. Just gay. So let's really jump back. Well, first let's talk about what polyamory is, right? So I definitely want to just kind of read to you guys what the definition of polyamory and monogamy is. So polyamory is the practice or custom of having more than one wife or husband at a time. So that could be you have two wives, five wives, six wives, um, six husbands, three partners, whatever it may be. Monogamy. So that is what the definition of polyamory is. Monogamy is the practice or state of being married to one person at a time. So you are choosing one person. Um, that's who you're going to marry. It's pretty like I feel like monogamy is very like the staple of a lot of relationships that we hear that we see kind of here in the states and in society it's very monogamous based i feel like there has been a heightened maybe maybe it's just me but i feel like lately there's been a heightened of the polyamory community which like no hate everyone needs to be like seen so i feel like with that being said though there needs to be a little bit more of a description. So let's jump back to 2021, 2022 for me. <coughs> 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 I truly thought that monogamy was a joke. <coughs> Being completely transparent with y'all. I thought monogamy was a fucking joke. I didn't think it existed. I thought that your husband or your wife was always cheating on you. I had never seen monogamy truly work in a way that didn't seem for. <coughs> oh, sorry, guys. Let me grab a drink. We we here in the vault. You already know. Biracially Unfiltered Duff Podcast records only at the vault production. Because why? Because they have dope-ass studio lights and air diffusers and they got drinks. They got Izzy sparkling pomegranates for the win. They have metal straws for the win. Like, let's go. Anyway, not sponsored, but it should be. The Vault Productions. Let me know in the comments if you want to know more about The Vault. They're on Instagram as well. You can go and get your social media management, photos, videography, all that good stuff, distribution, (laughs) go check out the vault. It's all that good stuff. So back to my polyamory. So it was 2021, 2022, and I had just broke up with my ex-fiance. If you want to see the Patreon (laughs) video episode about how not to propose, that is going to be on June 9th. So if you want to hear all the times I've been engaged, all the reasons why I broke off each engagement and how they proposed to me and why I would not say yes to that proposal again and why it was a bad proposal, please go ahead and watch the Patreon for that tea. It's going to be over there. So starting June 9th, you can watch the video or watch, listen, whatever you want to do, however you want to stream me, is going to be over there on the Patreon. So how not to propose is going to be dropping June 9th only onto Patreon for the Spiritual Baddie subscribers. So make sure that you stay up to tune with that. So I had just broke up with my ex-fiance and this was my third fiance. One, two, three. 
Yeah, this is my... No. Yes, this was my third. This was my third. Okay. This is my third engagement. And I broke this one off too. But it's okay. It's okay. But I believed that love was just not... I just believe that not one person could hold enough space for love. Like, I felt that my love was so big. Like, I just, like, felt like I gave so much in love. Like, even in my friendships, I feel like I give a lot. I'm just, like, a Galen-sized person. Like, there's this TikTok. I don't know what speech it is, but it says that you can love someone. Like, some people are Galen people. Like, they just love on a Galen-sized level. And some people are just pint glass people, and that's okay. <clears throat> because they they're that's just how they are and it's not to shit on someone who can only love at a pint-sized level because that's all you can love at that's no shade to you that's just what it is black and white you can love me on a pint-sized level that's okay for another pint-sized person but when you're a galen large per, like person like you love on a galen level you're going to expect gallon love back. And when you don't receive gallon love and you're only receiving a pint-sized love, you're not getting filled enough. But the other person is like, but I'm giving you all that I can. You have, like, you have to find somebody else. Like, that's not fair to that person. So I think it was just very much that, that I was a gallon person and I just had only been with pint-sized people, pint-sized glass lovers, and that's okay. So, but with that, I had to find somebody who was going to love me on a gallon size level. So, I had just broke up with my fiance. I was having a hot girl summer. Yo, this summer of 2022, I believe, because we're what, in 2023? No, 2021. This summer of, wait, hold on, let me think. No, it had to be the summer of 2022. Yeah. Because we had that December at that apartment. Yep, and I met my current fiancé in August. So, yeah, it had to be, like, from May to August of 2022. Whoo! Guys, let me tell you. Let me motherfucking tell you. I was shutting the bar down. I was running that bitch. I was like in there like swimwear. Oh my gosh, me and my best friend, we were just fucking vibing and thriving. We were just like, I was tipping the bartenders like 20s, 50s. Like they knew my name when I walked into the club. Like did not have to stay in the line. Too outstanding. Um, And there was just so much. That summer was so lit. Like it, in the aspect that it was just, it's different. Like, it was very different from how I would say lit now. But back then, like, I was just, ooh, it was hot girl summer. I was out here turning tricks. I didn't give a fuck. Like, you were getting your feelings hurt or you you were coming correct or you were getting your feelings hurt. Like, I don't know what else to tell you, but that's just what was what it was. So, hmm, I don't know what to tell you. But that's what that summer was. And it was also a summer where I truly was just loving myself for the first time. 
in the aspect of I didn't need a man to tell me that I was pretty. I didn't need somebody to tell me that I should take care of myself. I was not taking care of myself in the in the way that I am now because it is completely different. And that's going to be an episode that I thought I was going to put on the Patreon, but I'm actually going to make put it right here on the podcast, be, on the podcast, because I want to unload self-love. Because I've been told that I look at self-love very differently than other people look at self-love. And it's all about self, guys. That's the biggest thing. This is how I manifested my dream life. This is how I took the tools from the people around me, from the tools that I've been given from God, universe, nature, whatever you want to call it. These, like, this is just how I did it. And I'm telling you verbatim, like, how I did it, how I'm currently doing it. And that's just, that's the story. But, sorry, let me get back on topic. But I was just out here having the summer of my fucking life, just out here with my best friend, like, and when I look at it, we were hell, like, I was hella hurt. I was hella hurt. Like, I was doing shit, like, I did not give a fuck about. I really was just like, nope, I'm Polly. Like, nobody that I can, that can love me enough. Like, I would have to have multiple partners in order to feel love the way that I need to feel it. And that's really what it boiled down to. But I was dating my current fiance at the time. And I would, at that time, I would identify as a polyamorous pansexual. I'm still pan, but that's a whole different episode that we can really dive into later in the month if we want to. But that's not this episode. But... That is kind of what I would kind of start off with was that I was definitely polyamorous pansexual. I had just really started to date my fiance at the time and I waited maybe about a week or so to tell her that I was poly or at that time I thought I was poly and I wouldn't say that she was turned off by it but I think for her it was something of okay I'm willing like she was really willing to like be with me still like she was like no I really love this person like um and maybe one day we'll get her on the patreon and ask some questions and do like a relationship questionnaire with my fiance but it was I don't looking back on it I don't think she was really as okay with it as she was but I think it was a lesson for her in patience almost because my biggest thing that like all my friends kept telling me, all my friends kept telling me this was I think what I truly wanted when I was in relationships was with men was a girlfriend, was somebody that I could have sex with without him and he wouldn't be upset. We could have sex, all three of us. It would be fun. It'd be like a little threesome where nobody would get jealous. But I didn't want any of those other people having another relationship. So, like, I wouldn't want my girlfriend to have another girlfriend or have a boyfriend. Because her girlfriend is me and her boyfriend is our boyfriend. That's how I always wanted it to be. And that was the only dynamic and the only relationship that I thought would work. Um for the longest time and guys that I knew they were like yeah like I would do a girlfriend blah 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 but like I wouldn't want you guys to like have sex when I'm not here 
And then it was always like, okay, well, how would you feel about them having sex without you? And I always said that I would be okay with it, but I like after therapy and (laughs) doing some soul searching, I definitely found that I was someone that this is going to like kind of bring us into our next like segue topic guys. But I was definitely a not sharing, not care, wasn't caring. Um, I did not give a fuck. Like if you didn't, if you wanted to go like what I thought was cheat on me while we were in a poly relationship, which like is so dumb. Um, like it wasn't happening. Like I was leaving. Like I was with, okay with not fully pouring into someone, but pouring into others instead of finding a gal in love or trusting the love that I had. So like, I was so okay pouring myself into multiple different people all the time. Like I was just like, no one else can love me fully. Like I almost like, it came down to the point guys where like, I really didn't trust monogamy. I didn't trust that there was somebody out there for me. I really got to the point where like, I stopped looking for a monogamous relationship. Like I was like, well, I'm really not trying to meet nobody's parents for the holidays. I'm really trying not to do like, I did not want to be cuffed up. I did not want to do any of that. And that's why I think it's so crazy that I met my fiance when I did. Cause I really had stopped looking like when people say like, you need to stop looking. Like I always thought that was such bullshit, but it's like really true. Like when I really just gave up, I was like, fuck it. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm just done. I can't do this anymore. I bang, bang, bang. It's done. It's over. That's when I found the love of my life. <laughs> but with that, I also like, like I said, you want to join the Patreon because I'm going to break down how I started self-loving myself during that time when I really just said fuck monogamy because I stopped having to find this love that was on the outside and I really started looking for a love that was just inside of me. Ooh, and that's the truth. But I like like I also said, it's going to be in the Patreon I have been engaged three times and I've broken engagement off three times as well. I've been engaged at 17, yeah, 17, 21, and 24. And this is my last engagement. And People will be like, well, how do you know this is your last engagement? This is my last engagement. Um, and I, I was 25. I don't know why I just, like, fucking paused at that. Like, it was a hard question. No, I was 25. So 17, 21, 24, and my last one was at 25. But like I said, I can tell you guys how not to be proposed to. So if you're looking to propose, you need some ideas. Um, from something really crazy and big to something very simple. Um, personally, I think you should know your person well enough to go ahead and get engaged. But if you do need some ideas, I got you. They're going to be on the Patreon. So anyone who's looking to get engaged here pretty soon, don't forget it's going to be on the Patreon. So we'll be talking about ways not to propose. So it'll be fun. Okay. I think also... 
some of the reasons why I think that I looked towards polyamory as a solution. Also, guys, is really the fact that like I just kind of said earlier in the video or in the episode, video episode, I'm telling you, we're getting visuals. I'm just manifesting visuals here pretty soon. And let me tell you guys, the Volt Productions just put LED lights in and this shit is looking busted. This shit's looking <coughs> so fucking smack. And they have this little fucking oil diffuser with all these little oils that you can like mix and match and like pick your own scent. So like, it's pretty dope. I'm digging it. Digging it for real. For real, for reals. So, I think the other reason why it was so hard for me to think that monogamy was going to be a thing for me was, like, my parents had just divorced. Like, my parent, like, my family's no longer together. Um, I've had, like, my friends, this is, damn, I don't think I've ever said this out loud, like, to not my, like, close friends, but... I've had one of my, like, one of my childhood friends, his dad, somebody that I used to call dad, that I trusted, that, like, I actually lived in their house for, like, a year. Um, he, like, started hitting on me and some other shit. So, like, I just, I did not see monogamy well. I did not see things that would be, like, strong, functional marriages. I grew up a lot around a lot of, I don't want to call them strong, but just like dysfunctional loyalty, I almost want to call it. Like, I don't know. Like, I see why it's so hard to get up and move. I, I see why it's hard to do the divorce. I see why it's hard to, especially if you have kids. Ooh, fuck. Especially if you have kids. Damn. Like you, like when I really see it, like you've, created a life with this person like this is not just like what are we going to do tomorrow but what are we going to do five years from now like you're planning lives with this person so it's like just to have that person one day be gone it's just like wow you're really gone like fuck like I cannot imagine what that's like with kids so I do see why people stay but I just, to me, that never looked functional. To me, that always looked like love with conditions. And I'm just a very unconditional love type of person. And I know some people might say, but what do you mean that is unconditional love? Like, they stayed no matter what. And it's to the point where, like, if someone's beating you, you should leave. If someone's emotionally beating you, like, to the point where, like, you want to, like, unalive yourself, you should leave. If someone is actively doing things that are putting you in a threatening situation to your own happiness. If someone is literally doing that and they don't care about you, you need to care more about you and get out of that situation. And that may be that you downgrade your house or you change your living situation. You get a job. Like there has to be things that we have to do as women, as men that are in situations like this, like you have to choose yourself. Even if no one else is going to choose you, you have to choose you. And I definitely learned that, like, later in the journey. But oof, it was hard. It was really hard, guys. But I think that just seeing that 
monogamy just it didn't feel like it was made for me I feel like I had never seen it successfully I just felt like it just wasn't something that was in the cards for me as fucked up as that sounds and to have that feeling at such a young age is just very disheartening like to truly like be wanting love so bad and just feel like you're never gonna have that is really shitty like I grew up with yes I had a lot of male attention but it was not male attention that I so-called wanted and the aspect of did I have boyfriends yes but do were they the type this is gonna sound very conceited were they the type of guys that I truly had you know crushes on and things of that nature no like do I think I was definitely playing downgraded in my own league yes but also I was one of very few uh, like black Americans in my school I don't want to say African American because I just learned that I was Nigerian I just started having black experiences like I've had black experiences my whole life but I thought it was just me if you want to hear more about my story please go check out the Patreon like I'm telling you guys the Patreon you're really gonna get to know me you're really going to like hear like it's the episode I think is called my Meghan Markle story and if y'all know the story of Meghan Markle and what happened to her and Prince Harry like during the whole time of the Queen and them getting married and everything that stems back all that time if you don't know the story go watch the Netflix documentary because I feel like this happened to so many biracial kids when (laughs) fucking 2020 happened and I'm getting like almost a little emotional about it it makes me want to choke up because it really goes hand in hand with like my spiritual awakening story and the um I found out my family doesn't like black people story and it just really goes hand in hand with that and I feel like Meghan Markle went through so much that emotionally like she doesn't even she's a biracial kid that's passing she's so passing and it's like you wouldn't know that she's biracial unless she told you especially being from the California area like you wouldn't really know so that's just definitely something that I would go listen to on my patreon um it's that's a hard-hitting episode so but back to polyamory and why it wasn't for me I think that um the like this is hard because looking back on it I definitely wanted the change up but I wasn't honest about why I wanted the change um I needed something different I needed something different in my life I was like you know what let me try polyamory maybe like monogamy just hasn't been working maybe that's why um because like I'll be completely transparent and this will also be on my patreon of the cheater being cheated on and that's an episode and I had cheated before and I had been cheated on after and what that does to somebody and why I cheated and really getting into those nitty-gritty questions of why people cheat um when I cheated in the relationship when I should have left the relationship and things like that so I'm definitely going to break into that as well because I feel like being honest with yourself and really being honest with someone who has cheated as to someone who's never cheated and sitting down and having that conversation of what it's like 
So that's going to be happening pretty soon. But the biggest thing that really got me with polyamory is that like I just wouldn't like it if my current fiance went out and had another partner. Like that was the thing. Like we tried to do polyamory in our in my current relationship. I tried to do polyamory like in the beginning. I was like, no, I'm poly, this is what it is. Um I tried to have a boyfriend at the time, but like like I just did not want to call him my boyfriend. Like we're gonna call him Jonah. That wasn't his name, but it'll just fit for right now. So I just did not, like, I was attracted to Jonah, but I just was not, I didn't see me and Jonah working long time, like, long term. Like, that's really what it was. Like, I feel like I had so many different goals than Jonah did, and we had a lot of similarities, but not enough similarities to have a future together, and... I think, like, it really, like, came down to, like, I was wanting two different things. Like, I wanted a boyfriend and a wife. And having to learn how to play a boyfriend's role and what that would be, like, that's not what Jonah wanted. Jonah wanted a girlfriend that could be his wife. And those were his goals. Now, the fact that you, that Jonah did not respect my marriage and the fact that I, this, I was like, this is my wife, um, and kind of thought, well, oh, this is just a phase. Like, well, we're going to get married one day. Like, no, Jonah, no, that's not how this is going to go. But eventually I realized that things with me and Jonah just were not going to work out. So I ended up ending things with Jonah and... Me and <coughs> my fiance. <coughs> and, oh, sorry. But we had a conversation and we just kind of like sat down and was like, um, I was like, this is what I really want. I felt like, and I was very honest with her about how I felt about monogamy, because I was like, you know what, this is my last time, like, I don't feel like I want to keep dating, I always tell my friends, like, if things don't work out with me and my current fiance, oh, shit, sorry, guys, had to move the mic, um, if things don't work out with me and my current fiance, like, I'm just gonna be a hoe, and probably just, like, be a businesswoman, and just, like, dive deep into it because like I feel like I've had the best like I feel like my fiance is the best I've ever had shout out to Drake but I do and I think there's nothing else out there for me and if it didn't work out with her I would just move my best friend in and we would just have a team 10 house and like it would just be what it is I would just be like chilling at the vault productions every single day so that was like kind of how it was for me but I would just say that like I was really hurt by the thought of monogamy. Like, I had just been cheated on, beaten on, (laughs) lied to, like, X, Y, and Z. Like, I had seen it from other people and what were supposed to be these quote-unquote happy monogamous relationships. And I was like, this does not look happy at all to me. Like, nobody looks like they're happy, either party. So... I just really didn't think it was for me. Now, what changed? 
was definitely my fiance, guys. Like, when I tell you I am marrying the woman of my dreams, like, no cap. Like, she treats me better than, like, my parents treated me. Like, she loves me in a way that I never thought that she makes me want to love myself better. Like, she truly makes me want to be better for myself, not just for her, but for myself. Like, to truly have somebody do that for you is such a gift, and I hope that every single one of you has that one day. I really do. Like, oh, it's been great. (laughs) Oh. So, I think the biggest lesson that I can tell you guys that I've learned is that if you think you're poly, try it. Honestly, because you're you're never gonna know. You're never really gonna know um if you are or if you're not until you try it. And if you're not and you know you're not, but you're just like <clears throat> out here wanting to try every this red fish, blue fish, you fish, me fish, like if you're just out here wanting to dibble dabble in everything, like I don't wanna say that's wrong because I never want to take away from someone's experience. It's personally, because I did it. I fucking did the same shit, guys. Like, I was a fucking hoe. And even when I wasn't a hoe, quote unquote, I wouldn't say I was a hoe, but I was a hoe. Like, I was a hoe with standards, but I was still a hoe. So it's like, I just, if I could go back, I wouldn't do it, is what I'm saying. Like, I would be patient. I would wait for the person that I wanted to be with. I would self-love because where my love would be is so much better. It's so much better. But that is my advice to you. Just be patient. Learn to love yourself unconditionally. And this was the thing. Like, I took, like, that summer, like, the that summer that I really was by myself alone. Like, having my hot girl summer. But I was truly learning to love myself unconditionally and what that looked like. And that means, like sitting with myself and soothing myself when I was crying, when I wanted to fucking unalive myself, when I didn't have my family to pick up my phone, pick up the phone and call my family. I didn't have that. And me and like my best friend, like we were tight, but like she had her own shit going on at the same time too. Like we, you know, so she's like, she has her own business. So she does her own business, has a music career, has her other side hustles on the side, you know? So she does a lot too. So like, there would be times where, like, I'd pick up the phone and, or it'd be 3 a.m. I couldn't sleep. Insomnia kicked back in. Couldn't fucking sleep at night anymore. And I'm up at the gym fucking putting in reps because instead of going out to drink, that's better for me. That was, like, loving myself unconditionally. Or the nights that I did get too fucked up and still being there for myself to pick myself up because there wasn't somebody to clean out my bathtub when I threw up or to get me to work on time. Like I had to do that for myself. I had to choose to love myself. So that was really like, whoo. And because like, I just wish I didn't share myself with so many people in different ways. Like I shared myself financially with people. Like I bought people like shit. Like I'll have to tell you guys the story of the time I bought shoes for somebody and then they went up went behind my back and just couldn't tell me that they weren't feeling me, um, anymore and just decided to make a huge lie and say that they went to jail. I'm like, you want to know what it was? It was never that deep. It was never that deep. And 
I just feel like the fact that you had to make it that deep is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. But that's a different story for a different day. Guys, I just want to say a big, big thank you. Like, I'm serious. Like, I'm so serious. Like, everybody who listens, like, I just want to say thank you so much because you really just give me, like, strength to, like, keep going. Like, the more and more I see you guys listening and vibing to the podcast, every single brand do like it. Like, I'm really doing it for everybody out there that doesn't think that they can do it. Like, I just want you guys to see that you can do it, that you can be badasses yourselves and manifest your own dream life. And I promise you... We're going to get more depth, more interviews. I have narcissism coming up from parents, relationships, friends. I have freaking red flags and friendships, what you shouldn't be accepting from your friends. We have what to look for in a marriage and the we're setting boundaries in a marriage and what our non-negotiables are. We are talking everything up, down, left, and right. We're doing couple quizzes, so let's get into it. I'm super excited, guys. If you want to know everything that's happening, everything that I'm rocking, every brand that I'm wearing, all that fun stuff, what we're doing on a daily, where I'm going, just traveling, all that fun stuff, make sure to go ahead and follow little old me, Nikki C. It's biracially unfiltered, baby. You already know. That's right. It's biracially unfiltered on Instagram and on TikTok. And on the Patreon is biracially unfiltered. If you want to stick up to date that everything that's going on in the podcast, interviews that we're doing, live sessions that we're going to, music festivals that we're attending to go and do live interviews with these artists. Guys, we're talking to artists. We're talking to spiritual baddies on the scene, what they're doing, how they're changing their communities, what they're striving for in their next life, and how they're manifesting their dream lives and what they're doing to create that reality for themselves. That is all going to be on BU Dup Podcast on TikTok and on Instagram. You're going to go ahead and see those. Please, guys, there's some major, major things happening, so please stick in tune. Don't forget the YouTube channel is coming. YouTube channel is coming. I promise you guys we're getting visuals real, real soon. Stay tuned. I'm super excited for all that. Keep being a better version of yourself than you were yesterday. Go outside, get some sun, stay unfiltered. I love you guys so, so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.